Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm still in shock. Um, this summer is going to look a little different because obviously I'm hurt. So definitely trying to rehab first. So I'm ready for, for next season. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing next week. I mean, I'd probably be sitting here mad as hell watching the games and, and doing whatever. But this is, this is, this hurts more than last year because we were up again, and lost, like again. And that, that, this, this is going to eat at me for a long time watching the Lake, uh, like the Clippers and the, uh, Suns play in the conference finals and even watching the finals like this was made it had an incredible regular season made so many pushes and we continued to fight but man like this is going to eat at me when I even when I go to the grocery store I'm going to be thinking about this like you know what I mean like this is wow uh, I don't know if that puts it in perspective for you Richard but Donovan Mitchell uh, after the Jazz were eliminated by the Clippers they lost 131 to 119 Friday night in incredibly I, I get it, Gordon. You and I were chatting about this uh, before the show started. I get why the fan base is grumpy. We'll talk a lot about what happened, but I certainly understand why the fan base is grumpy. That is one heck of a way to lose not only a basketball game, but to lose a series. I've seen a lot of back and forth on this, Jake. Uh, fans being very angry and 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 and, and uh, you know, kind of yelling for this and that and the other. Uh, and others saying you're not being reasonable, blah, 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 back and forth. But the points you just made is important because these Jazz fans have invested a lot into their team, and I understand that the team itself has invested a lot in the team, but they're really disappointed because the the expectations were so high for this team, the indications were really positive, and then you you start the series by winning two straight games, and then you drop four straight after last year complaining about losing three straight and how much you had learned from that, and then you go out and that, lose four straight. That's a difficult thing for fans to absorb. It is. Uh, and what do you want to – Dive into the game itself. I figure that's probably the best uh, best case, uh, best place to start. Your pleasure. Whatever you want to do. Up 25, Gordon. 22 at the half. And then to have that disappear by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, Donovan hit that three-pointer. They're up 25. And then. And then. That is really something. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between the first half and the second half and this seems like a pretty obvious take to me, but you never know, was stops. They could not give a stop, uh, get a stop, excuse me. Uh, now, the, the offense wasn't exactly humming. They had, what, 47 points. But to give up 81 points and a half mm-hmm. is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only, not only bad, but so bad. What were the Clippers in that second half? Like 30, uh, 27 of 35 or something? Well, I, I don't remember now. But it was some sort of ridiculously high percentage, shooting percentage. And they were getting open looks, Jake, left and right. I mean, they made them, but it was, they made it look easy. So I want to crunch into that a little bit more coming up when we have a little more time. And a conversation that really surrounds Rudy, because I think that's where the conversation is uh, to be had. Now, uh, people talking about Donovan Mitchell playing on an injured ankle. 
the Mike Conley hamstring situation we talked to at length. The Jazz were not in a position of strength in this series. They just weren't. Those injuries happened. So for the folks out there going, well, don't make excuses. Well, those are two of the Jazz three All-Stars, so that's pretty important. What did Mike Conley had, like, how many uh, turnovers was it? Was it six or eight? Uh, let's was, see here. He had six, six in 26 minutes. I mean, that's a lot. Un- very uncharacteristic. Yeah. He, he wasn't one himself. of eight from the floor. He was hurt. Yeah. He was hurt. And and Donovan gave a uh, a great performance in this series. He really did, uh, given his his condition with his ankle, and he he deserves a lot of credit. Um, I just there just wasn't the defensive bite for it to matter. I mean, you look, Gordon. You I, I tease you some sometimes too much for being focused on shooting statistics, and but look at the shooting statistics. They did enough to win in that game. They did enough to win. 21 of 44 from three, 42 of 85, shooting 49% from the field. You should be winning that basketball game. The defense crumbled, like you said. And not only did they crumble, but they were out of position the whole half. And the Clippers were moving the ball, getting it exactly where they wanted it to be, and somebody was wide open and hitting those shots. And these guys are good enough that they're going to do that. They were, what, the number one percentage team in the NBA in three-point shooting? And then they ate them up on the drives. And, uh, yeah, it was – the Jazz were spinning out of control at the defensive end. And let's get into that. Let's have a conversation about Rudy. So right. I think it, it very much ties into to game number two and, uh, and what went wrong and uh, the perception of Rudy that's uh, that's out there because there, there's part there's something out there that's really bugging me, but there's, there's also some legitimate criticism and conversation. Right. I believe that that deserves to be had. All right, fire away. I want to hear what you got to say. So the our friend Coach Chiesa, who's going to be on the show today, coming up at the top of three o'clock hour. He always said, you know, when you're talking about criticism, go with you know the approach of saying love you, dog. However, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the positive. Okay. Uh, the 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 perception of Rudy's defense out there, where people are saying, "Oh, the defensive player of the year," and he was he, his defense lost it for him, um, really frustrates me. And it, I I don't know, Gordon. Maybe I'm taking crazy pills because I never hear you know uh, anyone outside of really us and, and the people here in this market have this conversation. But Rudy. His job was to make up for everybody else's mistakes mm-hmm. and still figure out a way to scramble out to the three-point line to defend a corner three because the, the Clippers were playing five out, and Rudy's guy was standing in the corner. So Rudy does that for most of the series whenever possible, some superhuman efforts on Rudy's part because that was the game plan. The game plan was for Rudy to take away the dunks but somehow – figure out a way to defend his own guy because the Jazz could not stay in front of everybody on yeah. the Clippers. And so all of a sudden Rudy's job is to prop up the entire team defensively. You know, the other team takes advantage of the fact that they, the Jazz can't stay in front of their guys. And then all of a sudden that's Rudy's fault. I, uh, I, I that, that really, Jake, you've hit the core right there. And it's remarkable to me how many people miss that. That if Rudy were concentrating on guarding one man, I think he would do just fine. But 
he's covering everybody. Yeah. The two shots that uh, that teams love in the NBA, the three-pointer and at the rim. And Rudy's dancing around trying to protect, make up for everybody else's mistakes because they can't stay in front of their man. They can't stay between their man and the basket. And so Rudy is rotating over. And so when his man is over in the corner and he gets the pass and Rudy has to sort of lunge out there to try and get to him and he doesn't get there in time, you wouldn't blame Rudy for that? Is that what what folks want to do? And on top of that, he took that spill early in the game. And and he got hurt. That was a brutal fall. And I'm not sitting there. I'm not in the business making excuses for people. But Rudy is one hell of a defender. And for people to be saying, ah, Rudy Gobert is obsolete in the modern league. And uh, that's just, it's not true. No, it's not true. And and it it bugs me because it feels like gaslighting almost for for people to have that conversation. And it, it, it truly. Uh, has has bothered me all day today because I'm hearing it everywhere and and people doubting Rudy Gobert and you know if you want to know the difference between the first half and the second half in the first half Rudy was getting out to Terrence Mann because he is a superhuman he takes that spill in the second half he has trouble doing it and we should be surprised I I'm more bothered that there was an adjustment to help Rudy more rotate somebody else over there to get a hand in Terrence Mann's face by by Rudy a little more time to get out to the perimeter. I I don't know. That's nitpicking at this point. But to to blame Rudy and say that it is his fault that the Jazz surrendered 81 points in the second half is ridiculous. And Terrence Mann had the game of his life because he's doing shoot nothing but shooting wide open threes because Rudy had to make the decision, uh, am I going to let Paul George dunk it in our face or am I going to try and and stop it at the rim and then see how it goes from there? Yeah. And and people out there have the gall to say it's Rudy's fault? No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Not at all. I, uh, I wrote a column about this, Jake, and uh, said that exact same thing. That Rudy is made to look vulnerable and uh, late because he's, his responsibilities are vast at the defensive end. And there are times when it may, makes him look bad. And how many times have we seen a ball, a, a drive, and someone drop it off to another person's man who then dunks because Rudy had to pick had up to the guy that was moving toward the basket. Yeah. It, it, that's happened a lot. And Rudy's, Rudy's the reason the Jazz had a top five defense. Without him, that defense would have been, what, 15th? Maybe worse. Maybe it, worse. Probably worse yeah. in the 20s. And by the way, that was the specific game plan that, that Ty Lue came up with was to neutralize Rudy defensively. That was the whole thing is they were going to use his rim protection against the Jazz. And no. the Jazz didn't have an answer for it. And you don't want to take Rudy off the floor because he's your one of your two best players. And so, you know, I it, it, it ended up costing them. But to blame the second half on Rudy, I, I just uh, I find incredibly frustrating. For people to say that, that he somehow w- did not represent himself as the defensive player of the year is, is truly a disservice. But here's my criticism, and it's on the other side. You can't let, and this is something we've talked about, Gordon, before, but I'm going to keep on it. You can't let other teams get away with playing you like that. It's eliminated the Jazz too many times now from the playoffs. Houston twice, Golden State, and now um, the Clippers, where they're going to put a small guy on Rudy, and the Jazz are not going to make them pay for it. And if I'm in the, if I'm in the offseason, I'm diagnosing that problem as a whole team because the Jazz passes to Rudy Stink. 
where they get him the ball out to him above the free yeah. throw line where he have to, has to dribble a couple of times. And when they, when he, and you've pointed this out before and, and I've pushed back on it a little bit and I'm going to stop now. Cause you were right. When, when he has Reggie Jackson pinned over under the hoop, whatever you got to do, get him the ball. And when, now here's the part where Rudy needs to work on it. When he gets the ball, he's got to figure out what to do with it to score efficiently because he's seven, one, and they're trying to play guy play guys on him that are six four six five six six. He's got the advantage. So how do you play that advantage? I think it starts with aggressiveness. But on top of that, th- this coaching staff has got to add something to his game yeah. to help alleviate that pressure. Agreed on all counts there, Jake. And he needs to work on his hands. He needs to catch the ball. Uh, I think his more, hands have come a long securely. way. Though. And then, and then he, yeah, he needs to, to to punish. Don't bring the ball down low. Keep it high and work on that that game around the rim. And he has done that to some extent, but he can do better and needs to do better. And Jake, one other thing about what you said: the Clippers had what the Jazz didn't. They had a bunch of long, def- athletic defenders. The Jazz don't have that. They have Rudy. You've brought up the point that Donovan Mitchell, as well as he played, that he needs to work on his defense. He does. Uh, Joe Ingles. Well, he's not He's not uh, Paul George. <laughs> he can't cover guys like that. And the Jazz ran into a bunch of long. Terrence Mann is a fine defender, you know. And so they struggled to be able to take advantage of that. But they needed what the Clippers had to defend the Clippers. You pointed that out before the season ever started, that that was a weak point for this team. And it is. They don't have – they're lacking a couple of real strong defensive athletes. Yep. And that's what they need. Well, the Jazz needed to dig deep and play defense in game six, and they didn't do it. Well, you you said it. That second half was one of the most abysmal showings in basketball I've ever seen. To crater like that is really sad. Yeah. Yeah, and I bringing this full circle to our first segment. I don't blame fans for being grumpy about it. I really don't. That's a, that is a brutal way to lose a game in a series. Well, it's indicting because if you're good enough to play the way the Jazz did in the first half, why can't you do that in the second half? And they couldn't. It was like it was like a dam bursting, and they were sitting there. <laughs> they got wiped out, and they're too good a team to be treated that way. They had no business losing that game the way they did, but they did, and the Clippers pulled it off, and the Jazz are suffering the consequences, and unfortunately, so are the fans. There you go. That's the split story of the day on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Split story brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night, or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com today. We'll have more big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.